Hey, hey, Cherry Go Lightly here. Welcome to a brand new chapter of Still I Rise. Many of you have been with me since the very beginning. I want to say thank you, and I love you all. Thank you guys for all the support and all the love. It's been two years, and we made it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know my story and you know my deal. I'm a single mom with two boys who has overcome narcissistic abuse. The new version of myself has emerged, and I'm excited to share my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery with you all in hopes that I may inspire and or empower those who may need an extra push for motivation or those that are in a rut. I am here to help you regain your confidence and take back your power so you can just grab your water or tea, your favorite drink, and let's talk. I can't wait to share this new chapter with you. Hello and welcome. It is September 1st. It's about to be 10 o'clock. I have quite a few things to share with you guys. I've actually done some new things. I mentioned before that I started meal prepping. I wanted to share with you guys the outcome of that. So let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and I will return in just a moment. Thank you and welcome back. So just to talk about the whole meal prep thing. It's been, oh gosh, we are on week two of it. And I'm glad that I've started this because there's other things in my life that I was able to implement in my schedule because it saved that much time. Now, I have to apologize in advance for the background noise. I know I always do. But as you guys know, I live in a tiny apartment, so it's kind of hard to drown out the sound, especially with it being so busy. Um, But anyways, as I was saying, I've been able to add other things into my life because I have cut back on a lot of time as far as cooking and the cleanups. And it's actually very good because I have the ability to do portion control with my new diet. And my diet has been going very well. I haven't been extremely strict on myself because I know that if I deprive myself, I'm probably going to be miserable. So I don't indulge in a lot of the things I'm not supposed to, but it's all in moderation Because at the end of the day, we should be kind to ourselves, right? So the new schedule or routine that my boys and I have incorporated throughout our first week was we would wake up and we would take the dogs out to go for a mini walk so they can use the restroom in the grass area rather than Um, doing their business in the patio which is not really that great because we have to clean it up and of course we all know how that can smell and um, even though we do clean it on a daily basis with hot water and fabuloso it's not always the best but we have um, really taken them out and it's worked out better because the dogs love it and You know, after they come back from the walk, one of my boys will water the plants. The other one will, you know, um, either put dishes away and then I will cook breakfast for them. And it's usually the same thing. So that way I'm not overwhelmed with cooking, you know, trying to figure out what I'm going to cook. 
So simplicity here, my friends, is the key. And simplicity is, you know, what gets things um, going. So then after I cook breakfast for them, I do my meal uh, plan. I make coffee and I actually mix one of the um, sachets that is part of my plan into my coffee. And that's what I use as a meal replacement. So after that, I start work, you know, or if I still have a bit of time before I have to clock in, I actually start work or I'm sorry, I, you know, I do um, certain chores around the house and try to get ahead of the day. So that way I don't have to worry about having an abundance of things to do after I get off of work. For example, I will either start my laundry or I will um, clean up a bit, things like that. So um, as far as the meal prepping goes on Sundays, it's just kind of that time that we have to sacrifice. Um, you know, it's not easy to cook three different meals, uh, you know, just to let you guys know and explain the way it works for me is because with my meal plan, I am only allowed to eat one actual cooked meal a day. Um, basically, it's five meals, um, which is like the um, snacks and food that's provided by this plan. And then I eat one cooked meal. So the only thing that I have meal prepped is dinner because breakfast and lunch are fairly easy to make. So for example, um, my boys love pancakes. So what I'll do is I'll make pancakes and they just want a sunny side up or an over easy egg. So it makes things so much more simple. And then for lunch, they actually do their own lunch. And then, um, you know, in between all that, I'm eating the meal approved, uh, you know, food. And then, you know, I'm able, I'm working, they're doing their distance learning. And then um, during my lunch, we'll do, um, you know, after eating, we'll either walk the dogs or we'll um, do some laundry, fold up some laundry, or it really depends. And then after I get off of work, that's when we, you know, um, we'll eat. And then there really isn't any cleanup. The only thing we clean up are the containers that we have from the meal prepping. There isn't any uh, pots or pans that we have to clean because we've already done all of that on Sunday. So it works out really good. So after we get uh, finished with dinner, we end up either walking the dogs and then we come back in after 30 minutes and then, you know, we just relax. So we have a, a choice of what to do. So we either relax um, I'm actually allowed one more meal and I'll either, you know, use the meal approved or the plan approved, I'm sorry, plan approved, um, you know, drink, I'll either get a shake or I'll drink a hot chocolate that's from the plan and that's so tasty. And then the boys will, um, have like either a chai tea or, you know, like right now they're currently making cinnamon rolls and trust me, it's hard to resist. So what I'll do while they're hanging out, I'll actually do a few workouts. I'll do some yoga, some stretches. Um, I'll do squats. So I've implemented that. 
Now, you know, I still have to figure out what days I'm going to do what as far as that goes because I've recently um, added something else. Well, before I did this, my friends, I've talked about this before. We have to carefully look at our life and see what we, you know, what we have before we start bringing in and adding things into our life. So I carefully looked at my life to see if I could um, incorporate this before I, I do so. And I figured, okay, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there and a lot of opportunities require a lot of effort. And um, sometimes I understand that certain things take time to build momentum and we have to be patient. But if you're a single mom like myself, um, you know, I come to find out that I cannot juggle so many things and try to be a super mom just so I could just for the sake of having the title as a super mom because at the end of the day when you try to do so much and you try to multitask you're gonna half ass something you're you're not gonna give your all to something and that's not good so it's like less is always more and you know sometimes like especially when we you know for me I'm by no means bringing anybody's career or business down. But if you're in the same shoes as me, as a single mom, I do have a career as a nurse. And I do have, you know, um, so many other things on my plate and so many other hats that I need to wear. I had mentioned in my previous episodes that I was doing financial education but, um, you know, as far as the building goes with that, I have actually taken a step back because it does require a lot of time. It does require a lot of effort. And at this time, I'm unable to, um, you know, put in that effort because I've learned that in order for me to really and truly raise my children, I have to be. I really have to be present in order to do so and to spend time with them. You know, um, just for my own personal thoughts, I feel that, you know, we get so caught up in life wanting much more than what we have. You know, we try to hustle our way and try to make the big bucks. And, you know, making the big bucks can definitely, you know, it, it, it's a it's a stressful thing and you're getting paid as much as, you know, as much patience as you possibly can give. And, um, you know, I did have that patience at the time and I'm not, you know, completely poo-pooing on the idea. But after this COVID has really, after this COVID has um, kind of set into place and then we ended up having to quarantine and everything was closed, um, it 
I've mentioned before, it was like a blessing in disguise because I was able to spend more time with my children and I found that I had less pressure and I was able to find myself more. Previously, I had the idea that I needed to go out and, you know, be around certain crowds and just be very social in order to find myself. But later on, I found that in order to find myself, I do need to be in isolation at times, not all the time. But I found that it was more effective to find myself as I kind of put myself in some sort of solitude and you know, just to, you know, through meditation and prayer, I was able to center myself. And, you know, during this COVID, I ended up doing some painting, some artwork. And when you create, you know, that's actually, you know, when you're closer to yourself, I believe, you know, there isn't any deadlines, there isn't any pressure of anything and pressure can cause so much stress. It's okay to put pressure on yourself, but not too much, not to the point where you are breaking down. And I've put myself in that place, my friends. It's not a good place to be. Like, you know, when you're like, okay, well, I beat myself up in order to, to, you know, to have this opportunity. That's not necessarily great for you. Sometimes you just have to, you know, um, if you, you want more, then of course, but For myself, where I am currently at in my life, I am grateful for the things that I have. I'm grateful for the career that I have. I'm grateful for the job that I have because it enables me to stay home and take good care of my kids. And, you know, I thank God every day for this blessing. So I can't jeopardize this job by, you know... um, either calling off because there's um, different opportunities, you know, and um, I I was doing my best, honestly, to juggle all of that, you know, the last two years. And, you know, now I'm deciding to take a break from all of that. I mean, I'm still participating in, you know, possible clients, but as far as um, the building portion of it I decided to take a step back so if you are a single mom that is in any type of business or side gig that is you know a multi-level marketing you know what I'm you know what I'm saying this message is for you if you feel guilty because you know you're not really spending that much time with your family or you know you're not really wanting to do this right now because you feel that it's taking time away from your family, but you think that, you know, it's going to benefit your family in the long run. If you need to take a break, you go ahead and take a break. Don't beat yourself up. Don't let anybody guilt you for not being there. You know, um, I'm fortunate enough to be around people that don't pressure me. They have that respect, but I'm... You know, uh, I'm giving myself that mental break and I found that this break has been very helpful to me because the more I have on my plate, the less I'm able to think through, um, think clearly and thoroughly and, you know, problem solve. But lately 
I've noticed that since I haven't been rushing to go to any events, I'm present with my kids, I'm present with my job, you know, but of course there's certain things that I actually felt, you know, I, I was like, okay, I need to have not really a plan B, but I figured, okay, I have been put in situations like the last two years where I would actually run out of money. And it is embarrassing to say this and share this, but it's true. You know, when you are the only source of income and you are the only person that is providing for yourself and your children, it's scary. You know, you either sink or you or you swim. But, you know, for those of you that are afraid of that, I'm going to tell you guys it's going to be okay. Just you know, take baby steps. If you are able to get any type of assistance from family, friends, you know, always like with a humble heart, accept it. Um, unfortunately for me, I don't have that luxury. So I know that everything that happens, it's going to be on me. And I, changed my mindset because about two years ago I used to feel so overwhelmed and I would cry and I would get like I would feel a little bit of resentment and I would say um, to my boyfriend well you know no one's helping me and I would get upset but you can't get upset at that as a matter of fact if nobody's helping you and you actually have to you know pick up that slack or you got to just pick everything up and do it on your own as a matter of fact it's a very humbling and also liberating feeling because you know that no matter what storms hit you have the ability to stand on your own two feet you know as I mentioned in my previous episodes things were not so perky and happy and you know it took about two years for me to get where I am today And do I get scared that I might have fallbacks and, you know, be financially um, in a rut again? Absolutely. And I have to share with you guys, I'll be honest, during those times, there would be, there would be days where it's like I would actually have to get a um, advanced payday, you know, and with advanced paydays, it's like you are only allotted to get like about 150 or like close to $175, but you're going to have to pay $250 back because of the interest. And I had to do those because I, I needed either groceries or I just needed my bank account to not be overdrawn. And it's not, it's really not a good feeling, you know, um, I'm sharing this with you guys because I know that there are some people out there that, um, sorry, that's the chair. Um, I know that there's some people out there who struggle and they're ashamed. And I, I figured if I share what's go what's gone on with me, with you guys, you know, um, you'll know that these things happen and, you know, I don't want you to be ashamed. I don't want you to feel that, you know, you're, you're a failure because you have to do these things. You have to do what you have to do. And I think that if I would have known about certain opportunities that I know now, then I probably would have d- done that rather than, you know, going that route. Um, it was pretty embarrassing at times because 
um, you know, I'm not trying to give you guys a sob story here, but I'm just trying to let you guys know that you can come out of these situations. It might take a year, it might take a few months, but either way, you'll come out of it. So I remember that there was a time where I was so embarrassed and my boyfriend and my boys had dropped off my son, uh, my son, I'm sorry, my boyfriend's son to his um, mom. So his, you know, his um, son's mom can come get him. And we were thinking about what are we going to do for dinner, but I was embarrassed and, you know, um, my boyfriend had told me, well, rather than you getting a hundred dollars from the payday loan and that has interest, I can loan you the money. And, uh, you know, I was embarrassed, but I took him up on that offer. And so we had to go to the grocery store. Um, you know, I know many people will be like, well, why don't you have your boyfriend help you? Like in this situation, my friends, if you have the attitude that you get into a relationship and somebody needs to help you or somebody's obligated to help you, I, I'm sorry and I hope I don't offend anybody, but I will be honest, it's kind of a recipe for disaster again. Because if you're getting into a relationship to have somebody help you, then you're not really getting with them for the right reasons. And this is that time, honestly, where it's your time to shine. It's your time to be able to, you know, if they offer to help, then yes. But the reality of it is I am with my boyfriend because he nourishes my soul. Because it's a healthy relationship and it's all about the company for me. And I do know that he's not really in that much of a position to be able to help me out that way. And that is okay because I'm not with him, you know, to aid, you know, on my financial issues. And so, um, you know, the help that he gave, I was so appreciative, appreciative of. So, um, you know... It's like, it can be scary, but I remember how embarrassed I was and it was just to buy groceries and I had to make it last, you know, and I'll tell you what that did to me. It scared me into learning how to really save. I think I would have done a lot better financially had I known then what I know now. You know, I would, I didn't know what to cook. And I would just either grub hub something or we would just get something to eat. And that was a hot mess. You know, it's like it put my finances through the roof. I realized that I was actually spending three grand every month on or every two months on food. And, you know, I mean, I was getting groceries, but the groceries were, were rotting. So that's why I actually decided to meal prep this time because I did get better with the cooking as far as the pandemic went. But... I needed to um, kind of up my game with saving money. So I'm going to talk to you guys about, you know, what you can do to better your survival as your survival mode as a single parent. You know, um, don't spend on the things that, you know, you don't need, especially the first year. The first year is always going to be hard. I have made some ridiculous choices 
during the first year because I was really trying to compensate for the life that my children once had. And, you know, I guess you could say it was kind of an ego thing. It was an ego issue where I wanted to be able to say, hey, I'm able to do this and that, you know. But if you're not able to provide it, it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad parent. You know, it is pretty humbling. And, you know, if you have a close relationship with your children, they're going to see everything anyways. And they're going to see how much, you know, mom or dad has struggled to get where, you know, where they they are. And before I actually never wanted my children to see that. But, you know... I encourage you guys to do so because, you know, you can't really shelter anybody from pain. Pain is going to happen. Pain is inevitable. And pain through suffering, there's growth. I'm not saying horrible suffering, but um, just using my boys as an example, you know, um, they've seen us struggle. They've seen us broke. They've seen me like try to ration meals. And, you know, they've seen their mom stressed out. So now they have a much more deeper appreciation for, you know, finances and how to really, um, you know, savor things. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, like even with my business, they were coming with me to all these appointments and everything. And um, they saw how much how ambitious their mom was and how much their mom really wanted to, you know, um, take care of them and make things happen, you know. And um, with that being said, tonight, well, actually last week, I decided that I was going to, um, you know, pick up another venture. And that's what I was talking to you guys about. I really had to think things through about, you know, what I would be doing um, for extra money. Uh, I do have different streams of income, I guess you could say that I'm trying to establish, you know, and not all of them are going to, um, explode. I have my mainstream of income and, you know, I do have my financial education business, which I am licensed for. And so that one is not continuous because I haven't been continuous with that. And I mentioned why, Um, you know, I do have this podcast and, you know, with this, it's just, I will be honest with you guys. I did not put this podcast together for income. I actually did not even know until like probably the, um, on the 20th episode that I could, you know, be, I could monetize this and, uh, you know, it was, I did this podcast because it was just my way of expressing what was going on in my life and sharing, um, you know, what had happened and how to, you know, how to get through these things and, um, just having wonderful listeners like you guys, it's, you know, really inspired me to continue to do, um, to do these episodes. You know, it's like after a while I was thinking maybe this is getting, you know, burnt out and washed up. But, you know, I actually just got a, um, I just got, uh, a message from a a listener just right before I recorded this podcast. 
And to be honest, I wasn't sure if I was going to record tonight, but as soon as I saw this message from this listener, I felt compelled. I said, I need to keep doing this. So, you know, thank you so much. Thank you so much, darling, for reaching out to me and letting me know about your situation. And, you know, it means so much to me to hear that, you know, um, my words have continued to help others. And, you know, to this special young lady, I didn't really catch her name. She contacted me on Instagram. And, you know, from what I see, she's such a beautiful, beautiful lady young lady and you know she's a beautiful soul I can I can feel her energy even just by reading her messages you know and I you know I personally want to tell you that you know you're going to be you're going to be okay things are going to get hard but you know actually I just saw this quote last week And it says, unfortunately, things don't get better. It's by Joan Rivers. Things don't get better, but we get better. And I can definitely attest to that because, you know, as time has gone on, I've noticed that myself, I've reacted to things a lot differently. And, um, you know, I... As I always say, if somebody like myself can do it and get through it, you guys can as well. So, you know, for this beautiful young gal, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for reaching out. I truly hope I get to hear from you a lot more often. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck with everything. I'm here if you ever need anybody to talk to or vent to or anything, you know, and I want to congratulate you on your six week, 16 week pregnancy. You're gonna be an amazing mom of two. So um, again, I just wanna say that, you know, you listeners have definitely inspired me to continue to do this. And um, so again, you know, um, actually I do have just very small residual income coming in you know, from this podcast, I don't really make a whole lot, but it's extra cash, you know, and, um, either way it's, you know, it's great to get paid even, even if it's in a couple of pennies or cents, I'm, I'm happy to do what I do, you know, for me, even if I wasn't getting paid, I would still continue to do this. Another thing that I actually just picked up and, you know, a lot of people might think I'm crazy for this. I work as a nurse, but, you know, here I am. I decided to pick up door dashing. You know, um, I found that during this pandemic, I was Instacarting, as I've mentioned in my previous episodes. I was also um, grubhubbing because I'm lazy. (laughs) I'm a lazy, lazy girl. And let me tell you guys. So today I... I said, okay, I I signed up for this like about a week ago, but because I had to go to my mom's and I wanted to spend time with my boys and everything, I, you know, I just had so much already planned for that week. I just decided that I was going to hold off until I came back from my mom's over the weekend. So yesterday I was extremely tired because Sunday we went to the beach and then I had to drive two hours back to my place for my mom's 
And then, you, you know, when you're at the beach, you're basking under the hot sun, you are extremely drained. And then the drive itself was very draining, but I was determined to get my meal prepping done. So I had to go to the store and get some more shrimps. And then um, when I got home, I had to cook. And um, of course, it's like I had to nag the boys to help me unpack, but we unpacked. And I was extremely tired the next day. I did actually, I felt bad because I kind of went off on my boys for, you know, playing Fortnite rather than cleaning up after I told them to clean up and unpack while I was at the store. So um, we did have a little bit of a, you know, uh, quarrel there. And then I felt bad, of course. So after dinner... And after cleaning up, I said, okay, let's go watch a movie. So we watched the Phineas and Ferb and I had some snacks with them. It was great. And then after that, we decided that we were going to, I, I slept in their room because just on a side note, um, we do have two dogs. I have a pug and I have a uh, mixed terrier chihuahua and um, the mixed terrier chihuahua actually had um, something going on. She wasn't doing too well, and we were, like, so concerned about her. As it turns out, she uh, um, bit her harness, and a plastic piece went into her tooth, and she was so um, just drained and, and in pain. So I kept trying to look to see if something was there. And then eventually, long story short, I got the piece out. I found it and she was doing a lot better. So we decided to sleep with the, you know, have the dog sleep right next to us. And the boys had invited me to stay in their room. So, um, you know, that was all fine and dandy. However, I noticed that whenever I sleep with my boys, I do not really sleep too well because I, it's a small bed. <laughs> But, you know, for us moms, we do what we can to spend time with, quality time with our kids. So I woke up the next morning. I had work and I was super tired. And I actually was thinking, should I start door dashing? Well, you know, feeling the way that I did, I, you know, and I talked to my boyfriend about it. He said, okay, you know what, if you try to do something right now, it wouldn't really be within your best interest because you are exhausted. Because I noticed even during my lunchtime, I took a nap, but that was not even enough sleep for me. So I finally did get good sleep, um, which trickled onto this morning. And I was still a little bit tired and stressed because work has been extremely, like, needy, um, you know, this week. And so we are extremely short-staffed, and we all know how that goes so I was like, okay, what do I do? Should I do this? And I felt a little bit better after I clocked out of work. The boys and I had our meal prep dinner and we did our very first DoorDash run. I brought them with me. Um, and the reason why, two reasons, was because number one, I didn't want them here by themselves because I didn't know how long it was going to take me. Number two, I wanted them to see what hard work looks like. Um, even though it, to some at that time, actually before I picked this up, I didn't think it was going to be hard work. I was like, okay, it should be easy. You just pick, you know, and you know, it's kind of a cute story. I, uh, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. We finished eating dinner, the boys and I, and I said, okay, let's go. And I'm looking at this app on my phone and I'm like, okay, how the heck does this work? So then... 
I figured it out. I had to go to the restaurant and then I had to check in when I picked everything up and I had to make sure everything when the order was there. And then um, once it's picked up, then they will navigate me to where it's delivered. And so I was like, okay, this is not bad. And I felt great because I'm like, hey, I'm delivering somebody's dinner. I feel great about delivering somebody's dinner. You know, um, I try to be enthusiastic about everything that I do. So then I was like, wow, that felt good. I made, you know, I mean, the pay is not that great, you guys. Um, You know, I'm a nurse that makes pretty good, you know, remote. (laughs) Um, I don't, you know, I... I don't want to say I make a lot, a lot, but I make pretty decent, you know, income. And the reason why I decided to pick up DoorDash is because, you know, just in case something happens, it's always good to have, you know, something stashed up for a rainy day. You never know. And like, I'd rather say, hey, you know what, Um, for me personally, like, let's say, Instead of telling my kids, well, you know what, let's see, yeah, we're kind of broke right now. I'd rather be like, okay, well, you know what, let's go make, you know, let's go make some quick extra money. Why not, you know? Um, so within three hours, or I'm sorry, two, two hours, my boys and I made 20 bucks because we did about four door dashes. And right now it's not really its busiest because I know that the pricing can you know, fluctuate depending on how busy it is at the Tuesday night. So I don't think anybody's really that busy, but it was kind of crazy and it was nice. (laughs) I mean, when I was driving, I was getting a little bit stressed out because I was not sure how this worked. And so it's like when I, when I got the food, it was, it's kind of like, okay, it's go time. So I, you know, I drove over and I delivered it and, you know, had my mask on. And then um, I did not know that door. I thought DoorDash only does food. So then I found out that, (laughs) you know, um, basically an order popped up and it was for Walmart. And my silly self, I didn't know that you could pick up more than one order. So I was there. I'm like, why are there two orders? And I'm like, I have no idea. Sometimes I have my blonde moments. And so I was like, okay. So I picked it up and then. I realized, oh, wow, that order is still here. So then after I delivered that first Walmart order, which was 33 items, and (laughs) I delivered it and I said, okay, I have to go back to that Walmart that, you know, I was at. So I I picked up two orders and then I had to drive to two different locations. Luckily, they were like about five minutes apart, you know, and it felt great. You know, I don't, make as I didn't make as much as I normally make you know but hey I'm thankful that I have my nine to five which I get to work from home and take care of my kids and you know I can I have this really side gig like really part-time side gig that I can you know just work whenever I want no pressure and you know not bad for for two hours so I mean now that I'm a little bit more um, familiar with the process, I know that it's going to be a much better, um, run the next time. So for those of you that are looking to make extra cash, I totally recommend, you know, go, go to DoorDash. I was fortunate enough to, um, be introduced to the opportunity by my lash technician because, you know, your girl loves her lashes. So she had told me about it and I said, oh, Okay, cool. Let me try that out, you know. And 
hey, you guys, like sometimes we fall, even for somebody like me, sometimes unexpected cost or, you know, unexpected um, things will happen. Expenses, there you go, will happen and we need to take care of it. So it's like rather than just let it linger or rather than just, you know, dwell on it, sometimes it's good to be able to do something about it. And I truly do believe that the universe has, and God has definitely pointed me down this direction for a reason. Because even though I have my nursing job, you know, I don't feel that anything is beneath me. I, you know, I think that it's actually a good thing that I am able to work, you know, um, at a minimum paying job right now. Because it's definitely opened my eyes and it's definitely caused me to really be thankful for the things that I have. And at the same time, I'm thankful for this opportunity too. Because even during these times, people don't like to go out because of the pandemic or, you know, people just, it's convenience. And, you know, for me, like I said, I always try to find a silver lining to things or, you know, some, a good, just something great about things and, you know, like I said, um, when I, you know, food makes people happy. Let's be honest. When I would get my Grubhub, I would be happy because of the foods there. I'd be very excited. Um, and even when I got my groceries, I would feel happy. You know, sometimes like I would be like, oh God, I spent $200 on groceries. But then I would say, you know, um, honestly, Thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to pay for my groceries. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to pay $200 for my groceries. You know, and when you're thankful, more blessings come your way. So, you know, like I said, I think that this was definitely a very humbling experience. And, um, you know, even for me, like not really making a whole lot. Um, you know, so I have my job, I have my career, I have this, and I also have this podcast, you know, I'm thankful for that, you know, and I know that sometimes in our lives, we tend to get frustrated because we're not exactly where we would like to be. But my friends, my angels, the one thing I want to tell you guys, just please be patient with yourself. Please be kind to yourself and don't beat yourself up because you're not a failure. You're, you know, you're growing from within and sometimes it starts off as a seed, you know, and that seed needs to grow a sprout. And, you know, just like the plants, if you have the opportunity to grow plants, trust me, it's like there's so many messages when you go out and you look at your plants. You know, for example, I have this plant that has died. Um, actually, this is rather embarrassing because I have it hanging and I had it right by my barbecue grill. And while I was barbecuing, I accidentally steamed the hell out of the leaves. So it, it looked like cooked spinach. Oh boy, yes. So rather than throwing it away, because I believe in, you know, I want to give the plant a chance. So it was like short and just kind of shriveled up and I had to take some of it out because if you take it, you know, I mean, 
like I said, it represents life, you know, like certain things that are kind of dead in your life or, you know, that are just kind of like shriveled up. You got to take it out. Otherwise, you're putting energy into that. And, you know, the energy where it should go is taken being taken away, if that makes any sense. So, um, you know, I, I kind of plucked all the the dead um, leaves and I noticed that, you know, some of the leaves were kind of calcifying because, you know, it's just interesting how plants can communicate with the, you know, with other parts of the plant. So I took that out and today, actually my boys usually water the plants and today I decided that I was going to do my duty and water my plants and I noticed that that plant grew like, I don't even remember seeing certain leaves sprout and they just sprout out of nowhere. And that's just like how it is with your personal growth. You may not, you know, you're not going to be able to measure these, you know, these milestones right away or like, you know, the, the growth right away. But it's like, you know, you just keep doing what you're doing. Like, for example, you just keep watering and nourishing and, you know, just all of a sudden, bam, you're like, wow, you know, I never thought that I would be here. Um, just using my situation as an example, for those of you guys that have been with me since day one, you guys know I talk about the struggle and stuff. And, you know, it's like I remember being in, a, in my apartment for the first time and being so scared. And now it's like I, in, I embrace the solitude at times because it allows me to re-energize myself or recharge myself. And, you know, it's like for the first time I can honestly say that I can depend on myself I know myself and I would like for you guys to get there if you're not already there you know for this episode I really wanted to share with you guys some tips and tricks on certain things and you know just doing things that make you happy like I had mentioned the first year is gonna take some time the second year you know I'm I'm barely hitting my second year. Actually, this past month, August, was my second year. Officially year two. And it's just going to keep getting better. I'm not saying that you're not going to have any storms. You're going to have storms. But the thing is, you're going to be able to prepare for them better. You're going to be able to handle those storms much better than you could ever have imagined. But I'm going to leave you guys with this tonight. Okay? So, look... If you're still in a situation where you are kind of going back and forth with whether you should leave or whether you should go, you know, it does take time. It takes time and I know you have to muster enough strength to just take that leap of faith. But I can promise you that, you know, you're not going to fall. If you look down and you believe you're going to fail, you will. But you have to have that faith in yourself. And also, you know, I don't want to get too religious or spiritual on you guys. But I hope, you know, I really do hope that you can find yourself to become more spiritual. To have that faith, you know. And for those of you that are going through some hard times, even though I don't know you guys personally... I will make that prayer for you guys tonight. 
I pray that you have the strength, Lord, I give them, I hope you can give them the strength every day, even if it's little by little, to come out of this situation, to find themselves. Because life is too beautiful to waste right now to be sad, to be hurt, to be angry, to suppress any negative feelings. Right now, you guys should be living in a much more peaceful environment. If you don't have peace in your life, you need to find it. And if you cannot find it within the environment that you are currently in, it's time to get out. So I send you guys all my love, all my support, and all the positive energy. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end my episode here. Be kind to yourself, love yourself. I love you guys and have a good night.